0: with that, I'll <laughs> After the News always, Brian and John. Hi. This week we are joined by Chewy. Hello. And first time on the show, Ryan. Hello. Yeah. Who originally told me he would never come on the show. I did? Shit. <laughs> I forgot. I'm out. <laughs> See you guys later. Ah, oh, fuck. I'm a man of my word. I gotta go. <laughs> I really came back down or else no one will respect me. <laughs> Uh, so today we are going to be talking about a uh, very popular movie from last summer. I should t- keep doing this in my very calm, monotone voice, and everyone will turn off the good episode. Good times, good times. It- it's going to be a lot of fun, guys. Uh, but first we need to start with our most popular segment of Where Have You Been Doing? Uh, I'm going to go first, because I was just doing mine out in the living room. Okay. <laughs> uh, I recently I finished the other game I was playing, which is Dragon Age, which we'll do an episode on eventually. Uh, and I picked up Star Wars Star Wars Wow South Park The Stick of Truth Star right. Wars The Stick of Truth There's probably an anagram area. Of Star Wars <laughs> In that title Yeah It could be somewhere um, But I'm playing South Park The Stick of Truth And it is uh, Pretty much exactly What everyone told me It would be It's very funny Very simple But if you like South Park In any way Shape or form like Even kind of Mildly And only like 10-15 years ago When it first started There's still enough In this That references All of South Park So they really went For Everyone, Which is, I think, kind of cool. Like, they went for... If you've ever been a fan, there's something in this game for you. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Even just someone who hasn't kept up with it, I was... I thought it was fun, the stuff I saw you play. Oh, yeah. If you haven't kept up with it and you don't know why they're wearing their these costumes from their specific Lord of the Rings episodes. that doesn't matter, because you'll still have Mr. Hanky from way back in the day. And you'll yeah. still have underpants gnomes, if you remember those. Like, they're all... It, like, there's so much in this game, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, but it's been a lot of fun so far. Would you say it's the first really good game, South Park game? Well, you, they never made any of the other ones. They just licensed them. Out oh, they licensed money. them. Okay, yeah. that makes sense then. So this is the only one they've ever they I put actually... a couple of licensed ones and they're just like... Pfft. Yeah, they're just terrible. Yeah. But like, this is the first time they've actually made one on their own. And and much like... And it really did, shows. From what It I does. Get... Uh, but honestly, that's really all I have to say about it because I'm still pretty early on in the game, I think. I've only done one day and I think it's a five-day game. Uh, but from what I've played so far, I really enjoy it. All right, I can go next. Um, This is somewhat recent because my uh, kind of awareness of time has kind of collapsed lately, but I recently watched a Billy Wilder film called The Apartment on Mm -hmm. uh, Jandy's recommendation. Jack Lemmon... um, I think we've mentioned this movie like four times on this podcast. Have we? I think, not you specifically, but I feel like people have come on the episode like four times. I just watched The Apartment. (laughs) Really? It's really random. People keep popping up to this That's weird, yeah, because I... was, I was worried if I'd mentioned it before but I don't really remember ever saying it. I
1: have seen
0: it. Uh, yeah, Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine. Really fun, really fun movie, funny, heartfelt, really good writing. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's easy to take Billy Wilder for granted if you don't watch a lot of his films or haven't watched many in a recent span of time. Mm-hmm. Very, very good writing. Very clever um, just wordplay. I don't know, it's, I have to, go, I want to go back and actually watch a lot more of his stuff just because I'm not as well-versed, but The Apartment was really good. Right. And I can't recommend it enough if you haven't seen it. Oh. I had to do a whole and Jack thing. And Jack Lemmon is, like, I've only seen older Jack Lemmon. A lot of, well, a lot more of his movies where he's older. But some of the, the younger actor days. He's he's really comedic. Like, he has some great physical comedy. Wait, so have you never seen Something Like a Hot? Oh, uh, I've seen that. Okay. So there's that and then this, but I haven't seen a lot others. He so is like my
1: it. favorite grumpy old man.
0: I don't really care about the movies. Cause but yeah, Some Like It Hot and This is about all I've seen of his around that age range. Cool. Ryan, what are you been to? Uh, so I, too, recently was the victim of a flash sale Ooh. on <laughs> Steam. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I spent the last 24 hours playing the fifth installment of a game that's been my guilty pleasure since the first one. That's Tropico. Oh, wow. Tropical. Are you aware of this at all? I've heard of it. I've, I've never played any of it. It's basically, SimCity, if, if you play a dictator and you run a banana republic, or an island, basically, <laughs> <laughs> you get... So you, you, Now, in the fifth installment, I'm playing an entire dynasty, a family of people, uh, who I think the default name was El Jefe or something, so I kept <laughs> that, and I'm uh, ruling a, a small island uh, in the face of things like uh, uprisings, rebellions... Uh, Typhoons, worker strikes, uh, trying to toe the line between the USA and the USSR in the Cold War. You kind of can play through the entire 1900s. So, right now, I'm at the era of the Cold War. It really makes you sound like you're playing a horrible person. Yes. (laughs) That's a lot of the fun of the game. Because if you, you know, you could kind of single out people who are the rebel leaders in the uprisings against you, and you can have them assassinated. Or imprisoned, but it doesn't so, matter. To, yeah, to get the message across. Yeah.
1: A wow. lot of video games... Do you games. have advisors
0: like in SimCity? Sim you do. You have an advisor. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like kind of a comic relief in every game.
1: But a lot of video games, you kind of are the dick.
0: That's true, but... Except in this war, my this Well, no, more actually, than... you have to be a dick in that to survive. No, but I get that you're usually kind of a dick in video games, So this sounds a little more... Horrible. You're, you're the head dick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you're the head dick.
0: Well, you can, you know, you have to introduce such uh, things as contraception bans, prohibition. <laughs> really? Uh, you can make people pay for their health care, otherwise they get free health care.
1: Ah.
0: Oh, bummer. So you're you can, America. Very. You could be America, you could be a little more uh, socialist, it's up to you. Hmm. It's I didn't realize they had five iterations. Yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I, know I thought there were like three. I remember three of them, but... yeah. Three was a... Uh, I played a lot of Three. Huh. They have caricatures of uh, famous his- historical figures <gasps> that you interact with throughout the years. Nice. Still sounds pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: true. I don't think we've seen any new movies, but I did finish Xenocide. Okay. I did finish reading that, and it left on such a moment of, like, it's not even a cliffhanger ending, it's just, you have to read the next book ending. <laughs> mm. I was just like... So much is happening. <laughs> I don't Leaves really... you hanging
0: kind of... Uh, not in a good way. But well, like, the... what was this versus... Not
1: what was this, it's just... But no! Everyone's just getting going! Things are moving! Oh, I see.
0: <laughs> so, like, the latest Game of Thrones book. It's like, <laughs> just when things start getting interesting... Oh, we're done!
1: Well, that's One the more. thing. Xenocide, I mean, that, to me, honestly, the book never stopped being interesting. If, if you guys read oh. it, and you, it's kind of... The end of books are really connected, but in Xenocide... You're dealing with the ramifications of the end of Speaker of the Dead, where the Stairways Congress, Starways Congress is mad that the scientists intervened on the local population of this other planet called the Pequinos, or little piggies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're sending a MD device to blow up the planet, essentially. But Ender and all of his cohorts are trying to find a way to stop that. And in the way of doing that, they have lots of social issues that they're dealing with. A lot of who, which sentient species is better than the other. Do we all deserve to live, or should some of us die for the sake of the others? One of the
0: best people deserve to live.
1: Yeah. It's very, very philosophical and very topical, really. Mm
0: -hmm. That's how you make a good series. (laughs) So it's a good book, then. Yeah,
1: It's a very good book.
0: All right, cool. Um, But we need to keep moving today. So today, our film... Is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Okay, so the movie today cost 170 million. It made 259 million stateside. Joke you want to make there?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Uh, worldwide, it made 714 million, which I still find really weird, and we'll have to move into that at some point.
1: 714 here. million.
0: Worldwide, but I, I st- always find it weird that Captain America does so well overseas. Yeah, being like Captain America. The- caricature of America. Captain like, Jingo it's, yeah. Like, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. Sure. Maybe
1: that just speaks to how charismatic Chris Evans is. That could be. He is a pretty, pretty man.
0: He is. But, well, like this I is said. true. Well, how did Fantastic Four do over there? <laughs> it's the real question. I don't think it did very well.
1: He wasn't, somehow in his maturity, Chris Evans yeah. is getting prettier.
0: Light him on fire and they don't want him. Like... You, you would think in other countries it would have done great because there was a woman who was invisible. <laughs>
1: like, <laughs>
0: Alright. And with that, I'm out of here. See you guys. Okay, so, uh. So
1: Peace in the Middle East. <laughs>
0: Ryan, have you listened to our episodes at all? Uh, a couple. Okay. Hey, are you familiar enough to know that if it's your first time in the episode, you're required to do the breakdown of the movie? No, I don't think I'd, I knew that. okay, cool. Exciting. So, you get to do the breakdown of the movie. You have two um,
1: minutes. They timed me uh, last time. No, you get
0: three minutes. We gave you three oh. minutes. You finished in 2.30. Okay, because you were um,
1: stressing me finishing out. Finishing
0: early. <laughs> yeah, which is fine. I have a timer set up on my computer here. You have, uh, I'm sorry it started already a little bit, so you have two minutes and 58 seconds. Oh, that's exciting. To give an entire breakdown of the movie. Go, okay, go. So, this movie is about, uh, guess who? Captain America Uh, It starts out, we see he's kind of having a hard time adjusting to his new life in the present day. Um, We see the Black Widow picks him up and they go on what is basically a classic James Bond recovery mission. They have to infiltrate a uh, hijacked ship, recover some S.H.I.E.L.D. technology. Captain America is pissed that uh, Nick Fury kept that from him. Um, So we, we eventually see... Nick Fury gets ambushed by uh, uh, some bad guys pretending to be cops. He goes to Captain America's apartment, where he is shot from across the roof. Captain America chases the uh, shooter, and uh, he gets away. I don't if I'm gonna see this movie. It sounds strictly boring. <laughs> no, it's really boring. So is that he my just time? He
1: kind of walked away. And then the uh,
0: the second and third acts happen. <laughs> it's pretty great.
1: That's not. That's you, not. You, how have, a, very... you still have more to go. Oh oh in sorry.
0: You have a minute forty five. Oh, okay, perfect. What happens in the second and third so, acts? So, uh, and... uh, Captain America also goes to see uh, Alexander Pierce, who is the head or one of the guys in the uh, World Safety Council or something. And then he also gets attacked by some other S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Uh, he goes back to uh, reunite with the Black Widow. They recover the uh, thumb drive that Nick Fury gave to uh, Steve Rogers. And they go to what we find out to be the uh, the old S.H.I.E.L.D. base, mm-hmm. which uh, they find out is actually a operation center for a Hydra. Uh, One minute left. Not bad. Okay, so then the... Uh, Turns out that the uh, computer talking to them, who, the guy from the first movie, uh, spoiler alert, was actually stalling and they get uh, blown up. Um, 30 seconds. Yeah, about half a movie to go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they reunite with uh, Sam, who we introduced to earlier in the movie. He turns out to be the Falcon. Recover that, actually off screen, which is pretty impressive. Uh, they have to infiltrate the uh, helicarriers, find out that Nick Fury is alive still um they have a classic act three fight sequence on the helicarriers showdown with the winter soldier complete their mission we get some some great character deaths and then we uh Uh, well i did promise close up the movie i did promise if you don't finish in the time restraint i will make fun of you so your pants are not flattering God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> I cut real deep with my insult. All oh, right, you had three minutes to come up with an insult <laughs> and what you came up with. It was clear from the start I wasn't gonna make it. Did not. That
1: was not a good burn. That's not even close. I love it.
0: I'm pretty sure all of my burns for people who can't do it are gonna be about equally as good. They're they're <laughs> they're on par with singes. We're gonna move into today. Uh, where do you want to start on this thing, John? Let's start. With the least prominent aspect of this movie, the title character. The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier.
1: Winter, I'm having a really bad week, guys. I just can't seem to actually kill anybody.
0: It is It is kind of... It's, it's, an, just, it's an an interesting, interesting like, like, just hitting it right in the head. It is very interesting that they introduce this guy as the most deadly assassin... In history.
1: Except for that week.
0: And yeah, he has. <laughs> they start out like he has three people to kill. He always gets his target. He's over three by the end of the movie. <laughs> he's got stormtrooper syndrome. He really does. It's like stormtroopers. <laughs> like these blast marks are far too accurate for sand people. Yeah. What well, the fuck does that mean? They can't hit shit. <laughs> and it's, it's problematic on a lot of levels, but specifically that the movie can't have him be as good as he's supposed to be because then the movie stops. I mean so a lot of his problem tie into a larger kind of logic problem that we run into in this movie you know I mean I enjoyed the movie I can get you know forgive a lot of that stuff but yeah a lot of the the lot a lot of the problems kind of focus on that character and how he's used
1: well because he's... if he's
0: used to the best of his ability you don't have really much of a Captain America yeah, movie I, I don't think they could really name the movie uh Captain America, The Rise of Hydra. Right. They The reason Spoiler. they had to yeah. name it Winter Soldier is because they couldn't reveal that the real villain is all of Hydra, who is infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, yeah. It I mean, makes yeah, sense,
1: yeah. but it was disappointing. The first the first go around watching the movie, I was all like, oh, Winter Soldier's gonna be like a badass. And then yeah. by the end of it, I mean, I was just kind of annoyed by the first time I watched it, I Like Brian said, yeah. I did enjoy the second rewatch because then I knew what was going on. But the first rewatch, I was just like, that kind of blue because I wanted Winter Soldier. I didn't yeah. want Hydra. Yeah.
0: And I think that's <sighs> it is a movie that really benefits from a second watch. If you're a comic Look fan, if you're not like if you weren't familiar with like Captain America and like the story of the Winter Soldier and you just went to this movie, I feel the feeling you'd go, that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I had a ton of fun with it. But if this, you go in This movie in, is probably the most forgiving to the casual viewer yeah than many of the marvel movies Uh, exactly and i I mean that's actually great because this is the one instance where i haven't read a single comic book outside of when he's with the avengers i have no clue what happens in captain america's life yeah and i think they do a really good job of kind of enjoying the captain america lore and like "Eh, it's kind of there but we're not really going to do it and i think what if this happens yeah what if this happens which is you know and i feel like if if the ultimate goal of all these movies weren't to kind of lead to these bigger, like Avengers movies, we would probably get that that Winter Soldier story that you remember, yeah. that you know of. But since this isn't as insertive, like he's just kind of a, a cog for things to happen with. Right. As with a lot of these side characters that we kind of know and love, right. It kind of, it kind of, they kind of sacrifice that for this greater good, I guess. Yeah.
1: yeah. It is one of the things that's kind of sad about specifically the Captain America movies. Is he, like, how Thor and Iron Man, in their own movies, really, they're still connected to the larger Marvel Universe, but they still feel like their own movies. Mm -hmm. Specifically, this Captain America movie didn't really feel it. it felt like Captain and S.H.I.E.L.D., Captain and the whole universe. And now in his third movie, it's going to be Civil War, so it's still not going to be a Captain movie. It's going to be Captain and everybody else. He's not really getting his own movie again.
0: No, but no. I I don't think people want it, really. Yeah, I yeah. think the, they didn't really show up that much for his first one. I think the first one was phenomenal, but yeah. a lot of people disagree with me. And, like, that's fine. I I really enjoy it. I don't need I'm one much. of those people who yeah. agree with you because, yeah, yeah, the first one was phenomenal. I have not I met, met
1: any of those other people. And it
0: just, I mean, it covers all these things and allows for stuff like uh, Agent Carter on TV yeah. where you got, like, this block of time where nothing big picture Marvel happens so you can be free. So, I mean, you could say that kind of the way they're pushing him to be more towards these bigger things is a little bit disappointing they're still making good movies yeah that's what it really comes down to well and i and i feel like by framing it starting with the winter soldier character and how he's used in this you can really frame if you're going to accept the rest of this because if you really needed him to be a bigger role you're Mm -hmm. gonna have a problem with a lot of other things they do in this this i think captain america was the first time where they matched the hero to the genre perfectly yeah. Like, yeah. this is the this is the spy action thriller. There's going to be intrigue, twists and turns, and combat. This is where I was like, okay, I'm on board with Phase 2. Yeah. This is where I was like, I get it. It's sad that you're on board with Phase 2 at the second to last movie of Phase 2. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, a bigger, that's a bigger discussion. <laughs> it's a bigger discussion, because it's yeah. this and Guardians where you're like, all right. Whereas the other ones are kind of like, okay. I can make a very strong argument for Dark World, but I yeah, love Thor. Yeah, really enjoy uh, Thor. I, it, is, it, I it, actually I just watched just Thor recently, and I was like, okay. I, I love him. But I anyhow. think the yeah.
1: weakest link was Iron Man 3.
0: I agree. It was but, terrible, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jumping back quickly to the Winter Soldier, I want to mention before we move on to other things too far, uh, the character design itself I thought was fucking awesome. Yeah, and the actor, like you can't tell in the first movie if the actor could handle being the Winter Soldier and his kind of off-play, but the actor really pulled, like he kind of stood up to the plate. He did and he didn't. I think there's moments where he, he knocked out of the park and then there's moments where it's like, there's a reason we don't see a lot of you. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I think he they had him in mind. They knew where they were going. The oh backstory. yeah, you yeah, yeah you can't hire you, somebody to when be you Bucky cast Barnes. A Bucky, you know yeah, you, you know where he ends up. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I just don't think the only, the only part of him that failed for me in the movie was when he's had to do his confused face. Yeah, I think that's like that, who's Bucky? Like that line wasn't yeah. delivered that oh, great. Oh man, Bucky. <laughs> 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 like it's that like, was just the flattest moment for him in the whole movie yeah. for yeah. me.
0: <laughs> but I I more credit that to Anthony and Joe Russo than I do to him. Oh, yeah. I think it was a, a moment of not knowing how to deal with the situation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for, I think and, the, and, guys, and that's not their strength. Those right. guys, those directors, right? Yeah. So he couldn't have a sense. wisecrack at that moment. That wouldn't. make <laughs> no, sense. No, you couldn't have a wisecrack. It, it's a moment where you need to. They needed to realize it's a it's a moment to let something hang and to fall almost flat for a moment. As opposed, to, he didn't need to say anything. Yeah. A very solid just look would have been much more effective than, who's Bucky? Like, shut right. up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Shut up, you're Bucky. You know you're Bucky. We already, got <laughs> know your Bucky. <laughs> we already got that in the stare. We yeah. know he's Bucky. Yeah. We know he doesn't know he's Bucky. Yeah. Don't tell us. Yeah. All right. Well, we should keep moving along with this things. Um, so we've talked Winter Soldier. Let's flip it right over and just talk about Captain America, I think. All right. And It's something that I think is really sad when Chris Evans says he's not going to act anymore because I... If you've ever seen him interviewed or if you've seen him in other movies or stuff like that, I really feel he's a way stronger actor than people give him credit for. Yes, because when you see him like interviewed and he's just kind of a funny goofy guy, and then you watch this and he is so not that in this movie, it's incredibly impressive. And I still don't think he gives the strongest performance in all of his movies, but he's so he chameleons himself so well to a part. I think it's incredibly impressive. And he's mm-hmm. dedicated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gives 100% to the role, and it shows. I mean, we've said this before in many other movies with other different yeah. different actors. Yeah. That they, It shows when they are really into the role and having fun with it. Yeah. He is into it, having fun with it, and very serious about it. Oh, yeah.
1: I haven't actually seen him in a role that I thought he was phoning in. I mean, there's a lot of movies he was acting in. Even, even seen, in the
0: Fantastic Four movies, he was, he was giving 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, you buy it. And yeah. he's being a different character. Regardless. Yeah. A totally different character. Different yeah. kind of hero. Sunshine,
1: he played a great character. Yeah. And then Snowpiercer. And
0: Completely different, yeah.
1: He's great. He is. Mm-hmm. He's
0: really good. And I, it's depressing that he doesn't want to keep acting. What and does he want to do instead? He wants to direct actors. Classic mistake. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> um. But anyway, so Chris Evans, Captain America. I think Captain America in this movie, um, it felt like they didn't know entirely what to do with him.
1: Yeah, like, it, it, the... it was a
0: little, it was a little jumbled. Of do we go completely fish out of water? Like I don't know how to survive in this world. I'm so I'm nine to four years old, <laughs> or is it more like no? He knows exactly what's going on. He's a total badass.
1: Well, he was reactionary this whole movie. He was he very get... like pushing forward in his first film, and in this one, he just kind of kept reacting to what was happening. He still was very proactive in reacting to it, but in reality he's just reacting. And I no, think no.
0: In, in some respects the acting helps it, but I think it is a problem with the way the guys who made these two Captain America movies are are kind of handling it in the modern age. Yeah. They did they did pretty well moving him to the present from the past in that first yeah. movie, but now that he's here, they're kind of like, what do we do with him? And they really and it's it's a problem that speaks largely to the Marvel universe and mm-hmm. too, and I mentioned this when we were watching it, like one never going to get to legitimately know these characters and it's something like where we watch agent carter and it's like you get to know agent carter over the course of those eight episodes and you kind of get like who she is why she's doing this stuff like captain america you don't really ever get that you don't get it with uh, iron man whole you don't really get it with anybody yeah you Next get an agent carter that they miss him like yeah there's a lot yeah. of moments where you're like yeah. dang it's i'm really seeing i'm seeing this, this end of yeah. it for the first time wow they miss him like yeah wow but then in these movies you don't kind of get that yeah, but you can't get that because you have to be economic in these these stories, so you miss yeah, out. On- and you have to be economic, and they still are all over two hours. Like they, yeah, they try to tell their the best story they can. And I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. It's just kind of something that I wish I could get a little more of. Like I'd like to know a little bit more of Steve Rogers just on his own. Like, what does he do when he's not being Captain America and saving the world? Like, I know that's a weird thing to throw into an action movie, but I kind of... But you kind of, when you when you don't have a lot of him, you have... You basically have Winners, uh, uh, the first one, first Avenger, then the Avengers, and you got a, a span of time where he's not around, you don't see anything from him. You kind of want to know what's going on. Yeah, and it's weird, because I feel like I know the characters from S.H.I.E.L.D. better than I know the characters from the, the actual Marvel movies, and it's like, mm-hmm. these characters suck, though. I want to know those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah would you think it'd be a fair uh, would you like to trade off though uh, giving up the level of acting and uh, production value in the movies to put that into a TV show and try to tell it over the span of several years no I want both yeah (laughs) but even with characters the Star Trek model even with characters (laughs) who kind of suck after like 20 to 30 episodes you can get on board with them yeah here's the thing though is I feel like as much as I can complain about it, I still think they do the best they can with the time they have. Yep. Yeah. I still feel like I know who he is. I, I enjoy Captain America's character. I look forward to seeing him in more things. So that speaks volumes to the fact that I've only seen him for now six hours. Yeah. In that amount of time, I've spent this much time with him, and I still feel like I know him and want to see more of him. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's both a positive and a negative. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off.
1: I was just going to make a comment, but I'd love to watch uh, Captain America, watch movies like Sit down with Captain America and watch the Matrix. Yeah, that <laughs> how would, be... would he react to this stuff? So those wait, you're saying they're that...
0: in the computer?
1: <laughs> that would be one of the like it's Explained one of those computers. little moments. <laughs> yeah,
0: it, that would have been one of those little moments that would have gone from fucking miles. Just him just watching Star Wars, just because they own both, they could throw it in there. It's yeah. like,
1: oh!
0: <laughs> well, and they they even call out like a little bit out to that in Avengers, which is why it, you know for Avengers two, they're probably going to reference his still yeah. kind of out of time because yeah. he didn't quite get how to rewire the thing, the, the yeah. helicarrier in the uh, yeah. first Avengers. Yeah. It, it was that, like, and then, but the, the one that they called the Avengers is the best was when they made the uh, the Wizard of Oz reference. He goes, ah, oh, I get that reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a little bit when they...
0: So, yeah, but to what you said, this is the best version of what this is that they could have done. Yeah. And any detractor should actually try to do this with those limitations, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, for all the nitpicks that we're going to go through... This was a tight movie. It was. And I, it is uh, probably the tightest, and I, I like Guardians more for the humor end of it, but this was actually the tightest. This is the tightest we've seen in any of the movies. Yeah, like it's it speaks volumes, I think, to Anthony and Joe Russo, who I think are getting way overrated for their success in this uh-huh. movie, because I, I still credit more of it to Kevin Feige than I do mm-hmm. almost every one of the Marvel movies, except for The Avengers, because Joss Whedon, I don't think, bows to Kevin Feige, but I think he deserves way more credit than the Russo brothers do, but mm-hmm. I think still... From community and you and me, Dupree, you, me, and Dupree to this, it's still very impressive. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think their pitch session for this job must have been amazing.
0: Yeah, it had to have been.
1: <laughs> we'll we do a good job. Trust us. Trust us. Trust us.
0: And for a Marvel action movie, mm-hmm. they understand geography. And I don't want to get into that. No, we can't. It's a good time to talk about the directors because it, it is very impressive that they're able to pull off action sequences and understanding how like it works. And it didn't look boring. The combat never looked boring, which if it's just two guys beating on each other, (laughs) it can get boring within 10 seconds. Yeah. Now, the problem was with Captain America the Winter Soldier is that it happened to come out the week after the Raid 2. Yeah. Which is just unfair. It is unfair. we
1: we had just seen the Raid the weekend before. And (laughs) then
0: you go from the the Raid 2 to this and it's like, these guys are barely even touching each other. Yeah. It's like you could watch any other movie in between as a palate cleanser yeah. to make sure that you still enjoy this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to watch hand to hand combat in any movie after the raid is just like it's not as good as the raid. Huh. Well, yeah, It does. Re- it requires time and distance from yeah. those two things, which is why it is very unfortunate. Yeah, but for now that we're separated from that, for what it is, every oh, other I, Marvel movie from here on out should actually kind of pay attention to this. I totally agree. Yeah,
1: I thought the sequence, especially with Falcon, uh-huh. with how they shot. Him flying around, him being shot at, and navigating, and trying to attack people on the ground, and then fly back and do more stuff. Yeah. And then using the missiles to his uh, benefit to blow up part of the ship so he could actually get in there. I thought that whole sequence was wonderfully done. And that was this, so easy to do badly.
0: I, I I would make the bold claim, this is the best flying I've ever seen in a movie.
1: From the, a man in a suit? Yeah. yeah. I, oh, yeah. I was more engaged in what Falcon was doing than I am in a lot of Iron Man. Well, I, oh, yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. That whole action sequence when the things are shooting at the whole time is like, this is fucking awesome. This had some of the best action movie in a Marvel movie or in any action movie in their last well, decade. Well, yeah. Reference the elevator scene. You have a small space yeah. with a lot of dudes and that can easily get out of control. Yep. Any other director can just lose sight of such a small space and here it was very thrown Through a few monkey wrenches, the thing that, you know, makes his arm stick to the wall. Yeah, yeah. Take away some toys, take away his shield, and it makes it a more complicated why, like, fight. And that's why, like, the, the comparison, comparison to The Raid is unfortunate because that's a moment that tries to do some very similar things. Yeah. As if, like, so it is, it is a kind of unfair yeah, that yeah. it came out at the same time, but it's doing a lot of things that you would encounter in movies like The Raid, Yeah, where it's like, the hero's just going to be limited, and it has to be quick and close and yep. improvised. The thing that I loved about the elevator sequence specifically was we saw most of that in the trailer. And when it still comes up in the movie, I'm still excited as soon as he goes, like, yep. do any of you guys want to get out? <laughs> yeah, and I think there is where the directing really shines. Yeah, Those little moments just before or just after big action where you get those little quips of witty dialogue. Yep. My, one of my other favorite moments is when uh, Black Widow kicks the senator off the roof. And then oh. she just goes on talking about who th- she thinks Steve <laughs> Rogers
1: should date. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It was That was great. And I really wish she had screamed, this is S.H.I.E.L.D. or something. <laughs> <laughs> not, not HYDRA. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and yeah, for despite its seriousness, there are those funny moments, which yeah. between the first, like, all the Captain America movies have done this fairly well, having a dramatic, like a, a, a kind of action drama spy thriller, yeah. but with these funny moments that just really take you off, so, uh, they surprise you. Well, it just, it really speaks that, like, Anthony Russo and really just everyone involved, really understand the Captain America character. Mm-hmm. Which is, uh, it's, it's really helpful because Captain America, for people who don't know Captain America, always kind of seems like a joke. Like, why would I ever want to watch that guy? Well, and then once it, you actually get just, into yeah. it, it's like, he's a really cool character. He's an awesome guy, and you, you want he's like the ultimate Boy Scout that you still want to root for. And that's, that's the problem with coming out a Boy Scout character like that who is, you know, in all, all intents and purposes, overpowered yeah like you got him and Superman which have this problem if you don't do him do him right you do him wrong completely yeah if you don't make him a character you want to see like yeah. outside of the suit then you've failed because no one it just won't work and I think Chris Evans and the Russo brothers together they really did a good job nailing him this time and it makes you like I think the most exciting part was just realizing that in this movie you could put these other genre elements into it and do it well because with all the spy action stuff that came kind of through and it was like oh wow I yeah. like spy action movies this is a and spy I, action movie. I like this. Yeah. And I never thought I'd get one from a Marvel movie. No. Right. That's one thing I never thought I'd get is like a spy, like espionage, like because 1970s-esque like thriller. Like, no way. Cause, well, because up until this point, what have you gotten from the Marvel movies other than just movies about the characters? Like, you can't place what kind of movie Iron Man is, what, what genre other than a comic book Marvel movie. With Captain America, you've got the spy action thriller. Yeah. With Guardians, you've got the sci-fi opera thing going on. And then with the previous movies, it's like, well, what, what kind of movie is it? Yeah, outside of it being a comic book movie, I think- Hulk you don't know. It's just like that was somewhat of an action, special effectsy yeah. action. Iron Man is like actiony buddy comedy. Like the the, yeah. the the Shane Black thing kind of made it weird. But well, if it had he been if, he if it the flipping two just with Iron Man now, yeah, it, that's the thing. Is <laughs> it like, really if it, did. <laughs> if it had been that from the beginning, yeah, then we would be on like it wouldn't be as weird as it was. Yeah. Whereas this feels unified. It's like there was a vision for this genre they knew what movie this was and it's the only i mean i know again people disagree with me on this but that's the other thing that i like so much about the thor's franchise is because thor really knows what it is it mm-hmm. wants to be basically like shakespeare in space with a guy with a hammer and like that's what they do every time and it's mm-hmm. they they know what it is and they have fun with it So like like it or not this is what we're doing yeah and i think the russo brothers did that with this movie it happens to be that this is a more palatable and mass appealing franchise or Not franchise, but genre. Mm -hmm. So it worked out better for them. But I appreciate that both sets of films are like, no, this is what we're doing and you will like it. Trust us. I'm hoping that for Marvel, those first few movies were practice for them feeling out, uh, making movies to begin with of their own franchises. And it's a shame that they kind of, you know, came out of the gate with Iron Man and made it like a goofy, like you said, it can only be described as a superhero movie. Because I think Tony Stark could totally have a couple good dark movies. Yeah, uh, but they'd have probably have to recast Robert Downey Jr. It seems yeah. like he's fighting for everything. Well, like with Spider-Man, Iron Man, can't you that. have like the high tech thriller? Like, there's like a yeah. tech thriller that you yep. can have that could be a cool fusion into a guy with a robot suit who's super smart. Yeah, like yeah, you've got something there, yeah. right? Do the uh was the technology called that he injected into his blood so he could control the suit? Oh, extremists. Yeah, I mean they kind of again ruined that with the third Iron Man movie, but they yeah. could have gone so far with the philosophical debates of whether you should do that or not, whether you should merge with the technology.
1: Yeah. They, they don't deal with philosophy in the Iron Man movies.
0: No. no, But I think they're starting to now and I'm hoping we see that continue through the individual movies. Well, I, just, I don't think we're bringing another Iron Man movie. No, no, but I'm talking about, you know, just Black in Panther, yeah. Doctor Strange, Inhumans. I hope those are darker and take themselves more seriously than... Or know what, so what, what they're Iron going Man to yeah. are. So know so what I they want to yeah. be. So I don't need them to be dark. I just need them to be... I need them to take themselves more seriously. It's not just like, this is yeah. a cash cow. Because like... Yeah. And I don't mean that in a negative thing because I've, I've bought all of them and I enjoy all of them. But it's better... Like, I feel more rewarded for my fandom in something like Captain America because it's like, now you're actually trying to make a film. And, it, and I know... I'm not stupid. I know you're making this to make money. Like, I, I get that. But they understand they're also making a movie. Yes. And it's this a one, movie yeah. first, and it's a movie with these trappings. Like, yes. they understand filmmaking. Yes. Where you get that it's like just putting a comic book on the screen. Yeah. Let's move on a little bit. Uh, I wanted to talk the screenplay a little bit, but I don't think there's really... I think we've kind of already we've covered it. We've kind of covered it because yeah. it's like the logic problems, the kind yeah. of the things that kind of trip you up afterward. Yeah. Can I just...
1: Uh, I had the one thing that I didn't talk about with the Winter Soldier that I thought was interesting, oh, sure. um, Just in the way that they thought the film out, which it annoyed me a little bit, but I understand why they did it with the Winter Soldier on his mask. Oh.
0: Um,
1: when we first meet him, he's completely covered on his face. Then we see him again, and he's just got his half his face covered in a bunch of dark makeup. Mm-hmm. And then you see him again, just half the face covered, no makeup. In shadow. And then, in shadow. Yeah. And then he just gets rid of the mask completely and never goes back to the mask. Which oh, is I, kind of funny because they're they're revealing Bucky, but it's also... The one of just stopped caring. No, yeah. I, I
0: figured this out. I thought about it, I actually complained about it. It's <laughs> that when he was first showing up, he had all this time to prepare. And then as things were going, they were getting more and more urgent, and he had less time to do the makeup, uh, I can't put, put on, on the mask, on. Yeah, put on the other mask, <laughs> so... It, he kept going, like, oh, I don't have time to do this in my eyes. All right, I gotta go. And then by the end of the movie, he's like, no, you need to go right now. He's like, I gotta put my makeup on. No, 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 you gotta go. And he's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> you knew goggles got delayed in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> that right.
1: You knew goggles got Check delayed in Idaho. Check the tracking.
0: It says on the truck for delivery for today. <laughs> it could be here. Just give me another five minutes.
1: <laughs> no, go, go. He already knows you're bucky. <sighs> Well, make sure your hair flutters in front of your face a bunch.
0: Yeah, that, it's like I said, I figured it out. That's not a flaw in the movie. I know,
1: I never said it was a flaw, it was just amusing.
0: I think we should talk Black Widow. Okay. Because this podcast has been very up and down on quality female characters over the past, since the I'd beginning Is it. it. Is it sad that I'm like, well, cool, a female character, yay.
1: I actually thought they used. <laughs> That's sad. It's,
0: it's that well, the way you say it. This is the sad. first. Well, no, no, yeah, yeah. Like finally, we have one.
1: Well, I thought they used her better in this movie than yeah. they used her in the other ones. The only. Yeah, time, yeah this is the only part told, time for sure.
0: Yeah, and only, this is the first time she actually okay. felt like Black Widow to me.
1: The only time yeah. that I had a problem with what happened to her was when they blew up the base, mm-hmm. when they're six floors down,
0: <laughs> and <Dead>. they
1: just <laughs> walk out. Like that crater must have been massive. And then she she looks destroyed in that sequence. Like, she, she, when Captain America picks her up, uh-huh. she's shaking. Like, you can see her limbs shaking. Yeah. Like, her, mm-hmm. there's got to be some serious trauma or internal bleeding. But <laughs> I then th- she's fine the next scene. She's I think fine and dandy. that
0: this is the best version of her yet so far. Yeah. But it's clear that no one making these movies know what to do with her. What, and like- she has cool moments, I, I think... Go Who's gonna kill you?
1: <laughs> t- well, well, what, what I, I think. T-
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what I was trying and to when say. We were- <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Well, what, what I was trying to get with the the whole like the bomb thing, and then hurt them showing her get hurt. Like they're trying to show how fragile she is, but they can't keep her fragile. They'd be like, she gets hurt when Captain America doesn't. But she still needs to kick ass, so we're just gonna gloss over that kind of, and she's okay. Like when she gets shot, they get stitched up, and she's fine. She can still kick ass, and it's really kind of fun. Well, you never actually see her cower in this one, which I appreciated. No, she she was very gung ho. I'm gonna get the job done. I'm a master spy,
0: and she still helped everyone after she yeah. got shot. Like yeah. they, they did such a better job with her, but they still no one has figured out how to really depict the Black Widow character, and it it speaks more so because. She's been almost a completely different character from Iron oh, Man 2 to, to Avengers to yeah. here. Like, she's completely different every time.
1: Her hairstyle this... every movie changes, which, eh, is a, which is a trope of women in general. Like, yeah. the hair has got to be different every time.
0: That's just to keep consistency yeah. with the comic book, where her hair also changes every time. Oh, it new drew I'm okay. just saying in general. Yeah. Comic but books I, in general. Which, yeah. which story arc hair are you going with yeah. this time? Like,
1: the two moments I loved of her the most... Is when she reveals herself when she pulls off the face. That's
0: cool. She's yeah.
1: like, I got you, man. Yeah, but that's... And then when he thinks he has her with the the badge thing, yeah. not the badge, the pin, but then she's just like, well, I need to get out of the situation. I'm gonna electrocute myself. Like, yeah. she just tells, she she knows what to do each time. Whether or not, She takes so many hits in this movie, but yeah. she, every hit she takes never actually puts her down.
0: I can have one complaint for that scene, though. I was about to Love this movie and say it was the greatest thing ever when the old woman started kicking everyone's ass. I'm like, wow, go this yeah. fucking movie. And yeah. then it came out through Black Widow. And I was like, oh, that immediately kind of takes that. I did have that moment too. Yeah. I was like, wouldn't it be just cool if there was just a random old lady who is actually competent in the yeah. movie? I was like, oh, wow, so oh, she's a bad, oh, she's not. It's a just bad Black ass. Widow. Yeah.
1: Really, like, how did these people get to their position? But Should that one of them be a badass? <laughs>
0: yeah. But that does speak to the kind of the, the problem where it's like, well, we need to have the keyword, buzzword, strong female character. Yeah. But what they don't realize that we don't mean can lift. A car. Yeah. What we mean is that she is flawed. She's diff- She has her own personality. She has worries, concerns, and she is multifaceted. Yeah. Every other male character gets to be multifaceted. So the yeah. weakness is that the we kind of fixate on it. We're still in that like, one-on-one aspect where we're fixating. She's yeah. got to be able to punch a guy. Well, how does she feel? <laughs> That's the thing that I liked about this one, though, is I feel like this one got... They did much better much with better, those yeah. aspects. Like, she actually felt like she was her own character. She was in this because Nick Fury had problems. And that's the only reason why she was helping was because of her respect and love for Nick Fury. And I think yeah. that really came through. And I thought that was a really cool and thing And she had
1: more personal consequences to it. Yeah. Like when she's mm-hmm. putting all the information on the internet and he's like, do you sure you want to do that? Everyone will know who you are through and through. And then she deals with it at the end of them. Like, shouldn't we just throw you in jail for everything you've ever done your entire life? And she's, she totally owns up to it and be like, it's, I had to do it to save the world, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: but that I was that scene. That oh moment, my. that was the best Black Widow moment. in oh, the Oh, ti- like, absolutely! The only time, like, that was the first time I actually felt like I was watching Black Widow when she, like, you're not gonna put me in jail. You need me. Yeah. Perfect. I think that was foreshadowing to Civil War. I think so too. That whole end sequence, we see three bits in a row that are foreshadowing to Civil War. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, after seeing that scene where it's like, you're not gonna take me in, no. I was like, I want her in the movie. Like, it, it, yeah. it's to its credit of how they did. Her character, I wanted more. Yeah, I don't... And that's not... I didn't say that after Avengers, right? Because it's like, right. who? Black who? Yeah. It's a shame they can't use her on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She'd be a great addition to that team. But we yeah. should stay more on, on target again. Uh, stay on target. Yep. Uh, there's one... I think we should move on to... There's something I really want to talk about. This Nick Fury. Nick Fury. I think Nick Fury is where we end this podcast. Yeah. Uh, Nick uh-huh. Fury is... I think the biggest question mark of this movie of why did he survive? Because.
1: What 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 purpose is he he gonna be? He's going underground. Like how is he even going to work in the rest of the movies? Because technically Shield doesn't exist anymore. Coulson is kind of making it in the TV show, but it's still not going to be Shield by Avengers three.
0: It, I think it's Sword. Sword? Yeah, I think so. I'm buying it. I don't in. know
1: anything about Sword.
0: It's another organization. After Shield falls apart, Sam Jackson remakes Sword. I mean, that makes sense, but I really, I'm thinking more as, like, do we need it? I think it, do we have enough time for it? Uh, yeah. I before mean, before the bubble, no. and as with all bubbles, they burst. Well, I and mean, that's, we, a, that's a lot of years from now until, I think well, they'll yeah. make it through, they'll make it through phase three. They'll make it till Yeah, like, I think they know, have enough goodwill Infinity, for people to keep filming. For on sure. Phase. Yeah. But do they have a, a, enough time? Like, I don't know. There's, there's a point where too much planning, too much kind of weaving out could be a problem but that's just a speculation yeah and like the thing with sword is like that's great but
1: i'm trying to to think of.
0: i was gonna say i mean they carried on after winter soldier we were all (laughs) saying how are they going to be agents of shield when shield was just dissolved that was my second question after this movie but my here's my question though is like with sam jackson dying in this movie than not dying they create two major problems with the marvel universe one it solidifies that no one can die in these movies Mm -hmm. um if you're not if you're a major character in any way, shape, or form, you are completely safe. You have plot armor, unlike anyone else has ever seen. You can't. You you're, you you just basically make what Joss Whedon does, what his specialty is. Yeah, making you cry. Is they cut it that? They cut that out. Like he yeah. can't kill. He can't kill Captain America. Yeah, we're right. never gonna buy it if a character dies now. Which we, we, I think we are. I think we're maybe they're making sure people don't cry too hard when Captain America dies. It's like, oh look, yeah. Nick Fury did it. So can Steve Rogers. He'll be yeah. back. And, and it, I mean it is a general that it, that's a uh, trope level.
1: of comic books for one though. So if they do it in the It's one that doesn't, have to, it. It no, and to and
0: doesn't have to exist. And it doesn't have yeah, it doesn't have to exist and it certainly didn't have to exist in this movie because with Nick Fury dying, it's a better movie. Yeah. And it's just a, it gives better motivation it gives better everything. Like cuz and then it actually motivates Captain America being in charge and calling the shots better more than just Nick Fury being wrong. And have him going, well, I guess you're calling shots now, Cap. Like, we didn't need that. Like If he was dead, then yeah, Captain America's calling shots. Because he's fucking Captain America. And it's one instance where you're like, I bet he's not, I bet, you know, I bet Nick Fury's not dead. Of course he's not dead. Yeah. Uh." And then I'm like, Uh, uh, for like the last part of that movie. Yeah. Because it's like. Okay, whatever. I mean, whatever you're doing now, you could just as easily undo. And they already did it super... They, they did it in the Avengers, the exact yeah. same thing. They killed this guy to rally... And you guys all got rallied up and went and fought the bad guy. And they do it again in this one. It's like... I, I think. I just imagine there was a meeting it. after... After event after S.H.I.E.L.D., Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. was started. Yeah. And Joss Whedon's like, what the hell, man? I wanted him dead! <laughs>
1: but again, in my bias of Marvel comic books, no one actually dies. If they do die right. for a while, they're just hanging out on the Rainbow Bridge. They're going no. to come back later. And Always. I get that. Just and bring that's, the Rainbow but, Bridge into the movies. <laughs> but that's to sell comics. We're not selling
0: comics. We're selling movie yeah. tickets. And we're that's, an of, and that's an understanding way faster than comics. That's an understanding of the medium where yeah. you're going to ca- come across a point where, yeah, comics are very different from movies yeah. in terms of their long-range storytelling. Yeah.
1: I know. For that's, sure. That's just me going, I actually don't care that much.
0: I do and I don't because I want the best movie possible, and I feel like they shortchanged just a little bit. Like yeah. I said, I still really enjoy this movie. I think it's one of the best Marvel movies we have. I think it's great, but there are so many little things they could have done that would have made it just a fantastic movie in general, and not just a great. Marvel well, and movie. then the, the the kind of the big like the debate you, we won't have on this podcast, but a question you can put forward is, you know, the comics are always there, the storylines are always there. Don't you want there to be an excellent movie? Yeah. And then just, like, whatever has to get the shaft. Well, of course you have the comics for it, and you can reference it, but you may, you almost want to make the better movie than the better comic on screen, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, no, that's, I agree, that's, yeah. that's a question yeah, I put forward. Yeah, I totally forward. understand that. Yeah.
1: But if that's the way they're playing it... To-
0: but this movie is, is good enough to where it raises those questions, yes. right? Where no other Marvel movie beforehand has brought this no, to when, attention. When I watched Thor Dark World, I'm like, this is a great comic movie. I love this, because yeah. I love Thor, and I love Loki, and this is... Yeah, this is exactly for me. And then I can understand why people who don't like comics are like, that movie was kind of boring and dumb. It was, yeah. it was like, well, like, not- why did I watch them chase a hammer around London for 30 minutes? Because so it was weird. hilarious. Because it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But I, I get why people don't attach themselves to this one. Whereas this is the first one where I feel like people who aren't comic book fans would still show up to this one and go, that was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Man. And this is, the first again, the first movie where Marvel, Marvel has learned that they have the liberty to kill a character, I think. I think before Winter Soldier... They'd say, we have to keep all these characters in. We have to keep mm-hmm. everything we can do to draw the, the the fans in, in the franchise. Maybe now they learn they can kind of take it out and and make movies for standalone. And I think we're going to find out if they actually learn that lesson in Age of Ultron. I, I think there's going to be some serious bloodshed in Age of Ultron. I, I honestly do. And I don't
1: I, know who will die.
0: I don't know either, but I think... I, I think someone will kick the bucket. I don't know why I'm so convinced that they will. Who could it be? I hope someone kicks the bucket. I don't. I All don't... the title characters have movies coming up after yeah. that. I mean, we except know for, Jr. except Captain for except for Hulk.
1: Yeah, they but they're never giving Hulk its own story movie. Well,
0: Black Widow, Hulk, Hawkeye, uh, Quicksilver, uh,
1: Scarlet Witch. Scarlet oh, Witch. I mean,
0: would not we be upset if the villains die? I don't think those count. But I don't think they're gonna be villains. They're just brainwashed. Sure. Also so I think by the end of Age of Ultron they'll be the good side. Brainwashed or on the wrong side for for the wrong reasons. I, I guess we'll find out. I also, I, I also think I that know.
1: they're making them inhumans.
0: I do too. We've yeah. seen a lot of we've seen brainwashing on uh Agent Carter. It's yep. Pretty extreme. So And in this Winter Soldier. Yep.
1: Oh, that was a good villain, by the way. I know. Just uh, I'm rubbing my ring. You're my dude now. Wee wee wee. Wee 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 wee
0: wee. So I think yeah, I think they're they're setting up their their cards where they can actually make bigger moves now. And whether or not they'll do it, I don't know. Cause I agree. Yeah. We've seen the slate coming up, so we know who yeah. all has movies, but we also know there's a lot of characters coming up who aren't, we haven't seen yet. Right. And that are replacing movies that <clears throat> we would be getting. I hope they uh, will let Loki not be in a movie for a change.
1: I can can't agree with, with the that.
0: way that can't yeah. way with Thor ended. You yeah, can't. You can't cause, yeah. Cause
1: he is Odin right now. He's
0: obviously going to be in age of Ultron, but I don't think he's going to be in age of Ultron. Is he going to be They have in a staff. They talked about it. He might it, want yeah. a staff oh. back. Uh, i mean Maybe. either way i mean i get why marvel's like we need him idris elba kind of spoiled it mentioning he and uh thomas hiddleton were doing reshoots for it so i have a feeling it's just going to be a, a well, quick you need to hit, it's I... I think they'll be the same they'll be in it the same way that um what's his name um no the Abomination's going to be in it oh I, I think it's just gonna be a quick hit and then it's could like, be this the way is... natalie partman was in the avengers <laughs> as, a, as, as an a offshoot, photo. as a photo, he's doing thing. all right. Yeah. I think they'll have a line or two, but I don't. They're not going to be a major player by any means. I wonder if he'll be passing the torch to Ultron, who will see reappear through several more movies, which you know that follows the comic books too. Yeah, well,
1: Ultron just won't go away.
0: Yeah, you can't kill Ultron, right? Hank Pym made an indestructible villain, which Shh. makes Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark. <laughs> my bad, my bad. <laughs> if we're, going to, if we're going
1: to cross over universes. Ultron versus Jane from the Ender's books. Boom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. well, I think we should keep moving on to the end of this thing. Uh, I know there's... The best thing about the Captain America thing, especially for fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is that it can open up the door to such a great discussion of everything Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mm -hmm. much unlike most of the other Marvel movies. But that also means that we could talk forever, and I don't want to do that. So Nor do I. We should move on to the end of this thing, which you know I begins also with
1: really need to pay. So
0: so it begins with quotes.
1: <laughs> Let's get <laughs> uh, <keep> going, guys. <laughs> I am going to start
0: with quotes, which I like to do. Uh, my quote happens to be the first line in the movie. It set the tone for the movie so unbelievably well and cracked me up. Like, and this is when I was still. I went to the double feature of this thing it was Captain America One, and Captain America Two, and after watching Captain America One, I'm like, there's no way this can be as good as Captain America. And the beginning was phenomenal. Yeah. It's just um, Falcon, who sadly did not really get mentioned in this episode at all, although he was great, uh, is running, and then Captain America runs by and goes, on your left. And then continues <laughs> to do that like five times and just yeah. pisses Falcon <laughs> off. No, no, you're not going to do it. On your left.
1: Ah! I would hate him. would <laughs> <laughs> be like, God damn you. You make everyone feel inadequate. <laughs> but
0: it is such a great moment just because it's funny and it's... Beaks to Captain America's just character. He's kind of sarcastic. You still like him, but you're kind of a dick sometimes. (laughs) But it's like you... Mm -hmm. That kind of a dick that you really enjoy. Like You can tell he's having fun while poking fun at you. Mm -hmm. And I love like the follow-up line of the... You should be ashamed of yourself. Go do another lap. And he looks away, looks back. I assume you just took it. (laughs) 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 It's a really great opening scene for this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It it established that they understand the little moments yep and that's where it's going to get me yes i like i'm a fan of the little moments because that's where you're going to get the characters yes Mm -hmm. um for me nick fury's like asking for agent hill and fury's like hey the car itself is like communications array damaged and fury's like well it's not damaged and the car is like air conditioning is fully functional or fully operational (laughs) and i'm like that is hilarious (laughs) (laughs) yeah even the computers have a sense of humor which I like. Like, again, to that little moment, it's like, yeah, the the air conditioning works. In the middle of one of the most intense action scenes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's easy to kind of lose track of that one because there's so much going on in that scene. Just such a funny little quip. Just Mm -hmm. relieve that tension.
1: He is fighting the winter soldier, so it's apt that the air conditioning would be working. Ooh, nice Ah! one.
0: (laughs) And she brought it around! (laughs) Time to go home, everybody.
1: Well, my quote, I suppose. I did really appreciate it when Alexander Pierce looks at his maid and goes, "I wish you would have knocked." Pew.
0: Yep. More (laughs) comedy in a really dark scene. (laughs) And I will say, another person we didn't really mention in this podcast because we was Alexander Pierce. Robert Redford. Yeah. Such a great villain. He's a great villain. I would say he's the. Either second or third best villain they have.
1: And, that's, and in that moment, you're actually more afraid of him than you are of the Winter Soldier. Which yeah. you should be. He's I, just waiting for orders. Pierce is like, I have to kill so many people. Yep. I feel <laughs> yeah. so bad about it, but not really. Yeah.
0: And he's witty about it, just like any good villain should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also,
1: that mate, why'd you leave your phone o- phone over? And you left your phone over in the kitchen? You weren't even in the kitchen when you left earlier.
0: Dumb, right, mate. She <laughs> deserved to die.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Uh, my favorite quote from the movie it wasn't actually a quote, but a moment. Uh, as I don't know, if, as we all who've seen the movie know, uh, there's one point where Captain America hides his USB drive behind a giant row of bubble gum, mm-hmm. and when he goes to retrieve it, the entire row is gone. And then, just in uh, one beat, Scarlett Johansson pops over and blows a giant bubble.
1: That was pretty uh, another
0: good. injection of I think what the Russo brothers can do best: comedic timing. It came from two of my favorite comedies on television, so I hope they keep working for Marvel. Arguably and it's well.
1: actually a great moment for her beyond the comedic timing. It's like, "Humph, the master spot. You thought you could hide something from me? Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it... and Hubba Bubba. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, by hiding it there, is he really just insulting Hubba Bubba? I think so. Fucking no one's going for Hubba Bubba. <laughs> He's 50 years old and he still knows that nobody's going <laughs> to No them. one wants that gum. Uh. <laughs> Review system I've been going back and forth in my head for a while now. Moments from Captain America's two movies. Favorite moment? Favorite moment from the two movies. Not two moments, but one moment from either movie. Uh, I already picked a moment as my quote. Yeah, you can't use that one again. I can go first if it helps you guys. Uh, Yeah, I don't. So my moment to review this movie would be from the first movie, when Steve Rogers is still a little Steve Rogers, and he's a little cute little guy. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh, He's getting beaten up in the alley and uh-huh. they punch him and he stands up and grabs the trash can shield, much for himself, and says, I can do this all day. And it's the first moment, I think, in really any of the Marvel movies where I went, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, just really excited for, Well, like, not counting the Hulk, because I'm a sucker for anything and everything and everything Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, like, a Captain America movie when he's holding that little trash can shield and he's like, I can do this all day. and like, they just nailed Steve Rogers. And they made me excited for the rest of this franchise. Yeah. And this movie nailed Captain America and made me excited for the rest of Marvel. Gotcha. I think the scene in the first one... I'm going to have to go with the first one because there's... Uh, Tommy Lee Jones' character throws that grenade. Yep. And Steve Rogers is the only one who dives for it. Anything with... I mean, to be just generic, anything with Tommy Lee Jones' character in there is fun because he's so kind of wry about it. Mm-hmm. But just that moment both encapsulates the humor of Captain America... And his attitude, which, like, your S.H.I.E.L.D. moment is like, yeah, "Yeah, got it, Yep. with a little bit of humor on the side. I think that's that moment for me. All right. I really like uh, the moment when it's the beginning of the third act, and it's a classic trope from any movie. Captain America takes the intercom and is delivering his speech to the the S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. Okay. About how S.H.I.E.L.D. has been uh, taken over by HYDRA, and they have to rally to save the day, and it's a great, like... Any classic movie, Independence Day speech, whatever. Uh, and then at the end of it, Sam Wilson just goes, did you write that down first? <laughs> I think it's just another quick nod to the way that this these movies are very self-aware, and uh, especially this one. It can take itself so seriously and still be like, oh yeah, we, we're a, a comedy still, and we can have those whips from the comic books that I love. You're coming back after that uh, intro uh, breakdown.
1: <laughs> I'll just do... The thing that I like in the first one, damn, I can't remember his name now. Who? One of my favorite to look at actors, oh. Mr. Blue Eyes. His, he plays Timothy Dugan yes. from The Howling Commandos. Yes. And pretty much any time he smiles with that big old mustache and puts a cigar in his mouth, <laughs> I'm just like, you're my favorite person. I love you. You're an American.
0: How does that review the movie?
1: I don't know. I must to, ask
0: you to tie that together.
1: He's great to look at. Captain America is great to look at. These movies are really really fun to watch.
0: Okay. Acceptable. They have a that works. really good Yeah, I, I can... That <laughs> works. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. Uh, so... I really like that actor.
0: <laughs> so, next week, uh, due to yet another family inst- situation, uh, we will be off. I apologize for missing two weeks like this. Unless we can somehow get a car episode out, which I'm not sure. It just depends on our, our time and capabilities of editing and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, the week after that, though, we have... Uh, a request from Chewie that we have not done in a while. Uh, we're finally going to do the movie Oculus. Yay! Which, if you have not seen is right. it, a pretty fun mm-hmm. horror movie. I'm excited. Um, and then after that, we have one from John that he's been wanting to do for a while. Really? Yeah. We have the Bond movie Battle. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: Whose hairy chest do you like more?
0: All of it. So that's Sean Connery. So that's what we have coming up. So I'm sorry for the week off. I will try to get something out, but I can't promise it. Uh, but then after that we have Oculus and then Bond movies and a whole bunch of other stuff lined up that I'm excited to do. So it's almost up. like we're an ongoing thing. Weird. Yeah, we try to be weekly, but you know we have lives. So uh, thank you to Ryan for coming on. Finally, I'll uh, be back when you do you RoboCop. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> and you'll watch never be back. Yeah. <laughs> I would do the original RoboCop. Well, I originally told you I'd never come. So uh, yeah, I'll be back when you do RoboCop. <laughs> that's Fair that's enough. <laughs> I'm make this okay. Look so bad. It really is. But with that, I have to say love.